Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Gloetz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader, and he's here with me today. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Senator. Today we're talking about the Lucas Museum. Oh, okay. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> anyway, you wrote about this in a blog post yes. that appeared in the Reader on April 20th, 2016, titled, Rom's Lucas McPeer Plan is Straight Out a Daily's Playbook yes. of South Loop Boondoggles. Mm -hmm. And we can go back to early 2014 when the city of San Francisco rejected a proposal by the aforementioned filmmaker George Lucas to build an arts museum that had his name on it. So after San Francisco said no, Lucas on the rebound then approached the administration of Mayor Rahm Emanuel. The mayor quickly appointed a task force to examine where Chicago might put Lucas's Star Wars Museum. And then in May of that year, 2014, the task force recommended the building of the 300,000-square-foot Lucas Museum of Narrative Art on the lakefront, just south of Soldier Field. In October of 2015, the Chicago City Council approved the project. Soon after, the advocacy group Friends of the Parks sued to prevent the building of a private institution on what it said was protected public land. The presiding judge in the case put a halt to the start of construction. Then in April, Mayor Emanuel proposed putting the museum on top of, essentially, the Eastern McCormick Place building, which is known as the Lakeside Center. And this proposal would involve a complicated package of tax extensions and borrowing. So we were talking about what's going to be ostensibly inside this museum. Whatever this accumulation of stuff is, the city has argued that the benefit to the city will be that it will be a huge tourist attraction. And so the benefit will be an economic one. Mm -hmm. Forget for a moment what this might cost. Mm. Do you buy? No. You don't buy it? No, of course not. By the way, it was a great chronological narrative. Let's use their word. <laughs> I'd forgotten a lot of the things that you stated in there. It was really interesting hearing it again. But I believe the actual museum will not be atop the east building of the McCormick Place, uh, that they're going to tear down that building and put on the site the museum. So the argument is uh, it's healthy for the lakefront because... You won't have the mistake on the lake. Yes, the mistake in the lake will be reduced. I want to bring in the perspective of Lee Bay, who sat on the task force that the mayor put in place to cite Lucas Museum. Lee Bay is also an urban planner with the University of Chicago and a former aide to Mayor Richard M. Daly. Mm -hmm. Here's what he recently said about the uh, proposed Lucas Museum. I want to sort of push back a little bit about the idea that this is a private concern. Max Adler gave $700,000 to build the Adler Planetarium. And then when he did it, he said, Chicago Park District, y'all will run it. So it is yours. And I think there was an endowment. So the idea of a rich guy saying, here's what I want and this is what I want to be in it is not foreign to Chicago. And the Adler Planetarium, you know, is, a, is an asset to Chicago. And it's ours. Max Adler built it, but it's ours. And I want to say that about the museum, that, yeah, he's going to fund it, he's going to endow it, but the thing, when it becomes a nonprofit, it's ours. Our parkland, our building, if he adheres to, to, to the things other museums do, there are free days. I mean, so this isn't someone building a high-rise with a penthouse in this spot. This is a museum. This is ours. So what Bayes is saying that there's sort of a precedent here when he makes reference to the Adler Planetarium, that there was a rich guy who gave a bunch of money, and now that we have this very respected and popular 
cultural institution. Yeah, so? As opposed to a bad idea, a bullet that we dodged, here's a very similar sort of thing that happened that I don't think anyone would question was a good thing to have happened. There's actually three separate issues here. One issue is whether it'd be good to have this museum in the city of Chicago. And I've said, yeah, there's plenty of other places we could put it, including Michael Reese, which is right down the road, almost on the lake. You could see the lake. You could see the lake. You know, it's closer to the lake than where I am right now. <laughs> so it's not a high rise. It'd be a park or a public space. It's great. I'd love to have it. Kids can go there and make rap videos, make movies and stuff. Okay. So that's not an issue. So then the issue becomes well, should we have it on the original site, which is this parking lot right near Soldier Field? And that's what the Friends of the Parks objected to. My attitude on that, and the attitude of many Chicagoans, is that you know what? We've done enough building on the lakefront. This should be open space particularly when there's so many other viable locations throughout the city, including one that right down the street. So that's that objection. Then you get to the Rube Goldberg scheme of the $1.2 billion, and that is really absolutely without justification because it's not just building something where the rich guy wants it or Mayor Rahm wants it. You're taking money from projects that we really need and uh, using it for something that's relatively frivolous in the total scheme of things. You know, when you get into public debates about whether it's a good idea to turn over public property for something like a museum in this case, or it's in our best interest to spend millions of dollars or billions of dollars uh, that would otherwise go to schools or other public functions, because the advocates can't win on those specific points, there's a tendency to deviate and get on tangential subjects. It's a classic strategy. Switch the subject. You switch the subject. So, of course, they're not building a skyscraper on the lake. So, that's not the issue. The issue is, should we build anything on the lake? Well, Ben, that's all we've got time for. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Senator. Listeners, we always welcome your comments and suggestions for future interviews. You can get those to us via email if you're still using email via contact at chigov.com. I'm Dave Glowetz. Thanks for listening.